to me what I think was one of the greatest one of the greatest movies of all time. You right. got you got served. I saw you got served in the theater at Ontario Mills. <laughs> the AMC in Ontario Mills. Oh, they was God. they was they was bucking in the uh Hey, that is the on, worst movie theater in the world. They were bucking <laughs> the they, they were bucking on the aisles. Yeah. Crump crump dancing on the aisles. No fights. But they were out of their seats, battle dancing. The movie's on. Yeah. It's dark. Why are you dancing? They're dancing on the stairs. It's lit. Welcome to Tone Deaf, a conversation podcast. Because I just be talking. And today, I'm going to be talking with my guy, the man. Uh, please, please say the sessions. The legend. Sessions, the legend. Mm. Mike session, everybody. Mike sessions. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm gonna input like some fake. Uh, I want to get a. <laughs> I want to get like a, maybe an iPad with like a laugh track and hook it up to that, and then have a couple sounds that I want to yeah. play for whatever. Because that would have been a nice time to cue, uh, like kids cheering. You can do post production shit. That's what I do. Until I, until I get that equipment. But I feel like it'd be more authentic if I have it there. And I'm like, wow. Oh, like you get to press Yeah, like with the, with the hip pad. I found there's a website that actually has uh, the Bodega Boys. Some of their... Oh, the soundboard? Need those, man. I'm, I'm a, but I want to make my own soundboard. Right. So maybe I'll like record Lance saying something crazy and then I'll like mm-hmm. edit it or whatever. I'm going to stop doing the air horns. It's too reminiscent of Joe Button's podcast. But the air horse, yeah, is that so is, hard. or the gunshots. Yeah, <laughs> like, but it's so hard, like, man. I'm over here spilling. Okay, today we are talking about whether or not Baby Boy is a classic film, amongst other black films. Mm-hmm. A couple of things we're going to get into is what actually constitutes a black film, mm-hmm. and what makes a film a classic. And I have sitting next to me arguably the greatest mm. baby boy defender up. if he was to wear a cape mm. the back of the cape would be a picture of the dvd of ba- <laughs> a baby boy a picture of the dvd is hilarious of the dvd of baby boy not a vhs so we're going to get into a couple of those things so tell me mike why is baby boy a classic all right, so, you know, we were talking off mic. You know, they don't, if it's a classic movie, you're going to see it on TV all the time. You know what I mean? You have your gripes with BET. Obviously, BET is I don't not have any the, beef with BET. BET I, is know. not the, the, the damn, you know, content. This is not the upper echelon of, of film conversation is not happening on BET. That's probably my only argument. But they play that movie like thirty times a day. They do. They you play it regularly. I mean? You they would play, you would think it was an original series. They play Baby Boy. They play Friday. They play uh, what's another movie? I think they play the, the Color Purple too. It's a food movie. Food, food, food. Now I feel a way about Friday <laughs> that I don't quite feel about Baby Boy, but we'll get into that. But continue. But think about it. All right, so it's a John Singleton movie. Yes. Right. And you know John Singleton. Rest in peace. To, rest in peace to the goat. Rest in peace to John Singleton. So in that era from the 90s to the early 2000s, John Singleton wasn't really missing at all with a yeah. lot of the movies he was releasing. And that movie actually was written for Tupac. Yes. Tupac Shakur was supposed to be Jody. I, I, I am, I'm arguably more of a fan 
of the road in which it took to get the film done and the stories behind the actual filming of it mm. than I am the actual film. Because it's fascinating the way that they, what they have to go through to get the movie done. Think about all the, all the different topics and the different themes that they touched on in that yes. movie. They touched on a lot of different things. They did. You know what I mean? Like the, the new boyfriend, stepdad, dude, um, you know, a young dude in the, in the hood balancing the life of having two two baby mamas and you know what I mean? And trying to figure his life out, uh, being coddled, you would yes. say. Because um, he was, no, he wasn't the only, he had a brother, right? Uh, yeah, he had a brother. His brother died. His brother was killed. So which, which, who, which character did, uh, what's his name play? Who, uh, P? Yeah. That was his best friend. That was his friend. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. So it makes sense. So technically at that point, he's an only child. So that mm-hmm. would explain why they would be so tired. At that point, yeah, he lost his brother. Because uh, remember, he made that whole comment to his mom. was like, you're going to put me out like you did my brother? You're going to put me <laughs> Yo, but that movie touched on so many, like, triggering points with, like, black trauma. But that's what I was also talking about on, on the other stuff. But was, you know, black trauma is sold a lot in, you know, in black art. But it's real. It's real stuff. You know I, I mean? am I am more welcoming to black trauma when it's a black director mm-hmm. doing it doing it I'm, right i'm tired of I, I don't i i i it you don't see black directors talking about life right. in wyoming right they should though it would be cool if they did now i'm not saying that they shouldn't have the license to do it and that's another conversation to get in is what type of film are people making but right. when you see movies that are talking about black people mm-hmm. it's just interesting that the majority of stories that are having to do with black people right are not written or told by black people mm-hmm. we're seeing that switch now to where now it's becoming more of a norm but right you know you have a movie like color purple mm-hmm. where a jewish director did it and again not that you can't be well-read and knowledgeable about mm-hmm. a thing but like like at like as 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 an aspiring filmmaker the types of stories that i like to tell are stories that i can relate to mm-hmm. like i can't relate to life as a a a, 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 a lesbian black woman like i don't know that story right it'll be weird for you so i i I, yeah and and not that not that i couldn't not that i couldn't do this the study not that i couldn't follow someone not that i couldn't do all the research in the world but why not get a lesbian black woman to tell that story like why not and that's what i'm saying the reason why i say that because we're a lot of times black movies are typecasted yes you know what i mean and it was like it's like we're limited to slave movies and movies about the hood yes or just some type of uh or the the loud black person that's that's serving in a white movie as like comic relief, you know what I mean? And yes, um, I, I mean there's a white. I mean I'm pretty sure there's a black dude somewhere in Wyoming right now, you know what I mean? So it's like, but nobody wants to hear the story about the black guy in Wyoming. But that's a problem. That's what I'm saying. They sh- we should be able to like do more sci-fi movies. Um, I think know. the problem is is, is dr- drama is the easiest thing to sell. On I mean literally drama and comedy. That's why. Mm-hmm. Whenever you see the, I guess the masks that are represented 
Y'all repre- know the greatest rep- represented movie in represented represented in yeah. um like stage plays is you have the you have the mask that's smiling and the mask that's frowning because I think to us the two most relatable things are comedy and drama. But think about this. And there's plenty of drama in But the greatest movies you know, to ever the the highest selling movies of all time are all like sci fi movies. You know what I mean? Like Avengers, Avatar, Star Wars, and you know. Because I think there's a balance of wanting to get out of reality. Of course. But you don't also you don't often get to have us telling those stories. Mm-hmm. We got that with Ryan Coogler, and mm-hmm. look what happened. A billion. Yeah. Yeah. Shout so we Coogler, we got we got the sci fi story mm-hmm. with a ninety five percent black cast. Written by a black person, directed by a black person. You had black people dealing with the, uh, uh, what do you call it, the um, hair and makeup. You have black people dealing with the the wardrobe. You had it was a black movie that wasn't a black movie. Let me also tell you why Baby Boy is one like this. (laughs) (laughs) The way the way Snoop, I mean Rodney. Yes. The way he kicked over his fort. You can't say that wasn't black excellence, bro. You know what I mean? The way he got up off the couch. Morning scrub. Ah, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> I know he ain't come to my man. Yeah. Yo, that is black <laughs> man. That is art. That's a masterpiece. His perm was masterful. I'll say this. I'll say this. There is a such thing as because baby boy, I, I will agree with people that it's not the most uh the best acted movie, I will say. You know what I mean? Like we're not co- we're not coming to Baby Boy for Academy Award winning act. So Raji did amazing yes. in that movie though. Didn't even Tyrese and Tyrese, a lot of parts. Tyrese tried. He tried. He and did try. He, he did. always tries. But there is a such thing, and I'm a firm believer in this, and I, I agree with this with Pootie Tang too. Some <laughs> movies are just so bad that they're good. I wouldn't quite put this in that category though. No, 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 no. Well, Pootie Tang was not. That was yeah. Meant to be I, like I wouldn't just, put Baby Boy in like the. This is so bad that it has a cult no, following. No, but Baby yeah. Boy was one of those that it was like the 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 parts that was that was supposed to be very serious was ended up being. Very they ended funny. up being kind of funny. So I yeah. do wonder. It, it makes me wonder what would that movie have been like mm-hmm. had we been able to have Tupac do it. Would Tupac? Because I I wonder like the scenes in which Tyrese almost becomes like a caricature to us. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we would have done that to Pac. Like, well, we have taken Pac more no. serious. Hell yeah. For sure. Right, because Pac, yeah. Pac actually, you know, that was his thing. Pac he was, to, he, he was a thespian. Yeah, Pac, Pac did film, you know, like he went to the School of Arts and stuff like that. Like that's, like any role that you ever saw Pac do, you can't say like, oh man, nah, that was like, uh, I don't really like the way yeah. he did that. Like yeah. Pac really put a lot of passion to his, his, his acting. He put passion into everything. Yeah. We, we've had our talks about Pac as a rapper too. Oh my God. And despite what, despite <laughs> what, no, seriously, despite what we feel, I think one thing that neither of us can deny yeah. is that he, he gave a hundred percent of himself, which I think mm-hmm. adds to his, his status is mm-hmm. that, is that, Literally everything, every emotion he had, he wore it on his sleeve. It you're was right there it. in front of you. You're gonna feel it in some type. He of didn't way. hide any. He didn't hide anything about how he was feeling. You're you're gonna feel it in some type of way. You may yeah. not like his lyrical ability, but whatever. That's a whole different discussion. But as far as him playing uh, Jody, I think that we probably would have got a better. I think we would have took the movie more serious yeah. uh, because I think uh, Pac would have had that that raw emotion that's needed for us to take it more seriously. Tyrese. 
him trying to be like <laughs> super serious and he out there crying and shit like that. Like it just looked funny. And then it was that like, op- what are you doing? And then an opening scene when he's like, he's he's like in the embryo or something. like that. <laughs> That's black art. Just- that is a mad dog. I'm telling you, yeah, bro. Yeah. The moment, look, the moment, <laughs> the moment I saw old boy in the <laughs> floating. He looked crazy. I said, "I'm so." I mean, I understand what they were trying to achieve from an artistic level. It's this, like, this idea is that there, this is this guy, mm-hmm. this baby, essentially, yeah. who is essentially having to undergo some type of rebirth, right. in which he realizes that I can't be this anymore. I gotta grow up, mm-hmm. and and coming up from under his mom's wings, I think is what signified in him. Mm-hmm. being in the womb in the beginning in right. that I, I can't depend on my mom anymore. It's time to cut the umbilical cord. I got to become my own man. And that seemed to be what was what was being depicted in that this guy has to find out who he is. And also think about how big of a role Melvin played. You know, yes. Rams, like how big of a role. He didn't really have a father figure yes. in his life. And then the dude that probably was going to help him the most, he tried to kind of put him, you know, push him away. But, you know, I don't know. That story is just super relatable. I I can understand why people will say that you know that movie is ass, but I I, I didn't even say I didn't even say ass. I just said it's a classic. Movie, I just though. said not a classic. It is definitely a okay. Classic so movie. let's talk about that. What makes a movie? What makes a movie a classic? Um, outside, I know you mentioned. I mean, replay value and that yeah. it gets it gets heavily replayed. I think uh, impact, do, do, impact does, on the culture. I'll buy that. You don't think Baby Boy was impactful? It does have an impact. I don't know if it's the same type of impact world, like all around. No, I mean, like some of the impact is the humor in it that mm. that we were reminded of. Because there, there, it's a similar, it's a similar impact of Friday. Even though I think Friday was a little bit more impactful. No, no, but, a, no Friday was a, a way more. No, no, impactful. no, no, no. No, what I mean <laughs> yeah. is, I mean the type of impact is similar. Okay. In that it's telling a type of story that people can resonate with. I mean, the story of Jody is not a story that's dissimilar from what a lot of people deal with. So it's a story that people can get with. It's just maybe here or there, the writing and acting didn't quite live. No, up, you it know. was the acting. I think the writing and everything was great. It was the acting. That's all it was. Because I'm like I'm saying, like if you take away Tyrese, Tyrese might have been the reason. Is he the weak? Is he the weak link? <laughs> Tyrese, Tyrese might have we- been the reason is, why people don't consider. Is Tyrese like the weak link of a baby yeah, boy? Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, Taraji did her damn thing, man. She did her thing in there. Um, you know, uh, what, was, what was her name? I don't want to get her name wrong. Is it uh, the moms? I, I don't want to get her name. I think her name is AJ. But she did. Yeah, amazing. I can't remember her name. And, yeah. I forgot her last name. But everybody, even P. You know what I mean? Like, everybody did a damn good job. Of that. Oh, and Snoop. Snoop and Tyrese were the main reason. Well, Snoop, I think the funny thing about Snoop is Snoop got to play Snoop. But Snoop was so it was yeah, it was it, it was, was believable. Fu- it was funny though because True. like he was True. like the way he stood up, he had that tank top on, he was mad skinny. He was very skinny. You know, he was bony kicking over forts. You know, he over there like <laughs> you know the what first I mean? scene was it the first time we're introduced to him was when he's on the what? phone in the <laughs> Is what? this Jody? Is this like it's just sad? When it can't funny. take care of his yeah. Yeah, yeah her it, her name is AJ Johnson. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah. I was thinking of old boy from I got the hookup. Yeah, AJ AJ <laughs> Johnson played Juanita, mm-hmm. and and Ving Ving Rains played Mel. 
man. Angel Conwell played his baby mama. Didn't he have a baby? Yeah, right. AJ. Who's the other the other girl? You said Angel Conwell. Yeah. No, that was that was P's girlfriend. Kim. Yeah, yeah, that was P's girlfriend. <laughs> you bought me all these new clothes in the video game. Dog, that is a classic. What are you talking Wait, about? Wait, didn't he, didn't he have a girl though that was like trying to try like that he almost went with, like went back with and cheated on Taraji's character? Like, wasn't there a side side? No, he had another he had. baby mama. That's who. That's who. Yeah, he had a he had a son okay. with 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 uh, Yvette, and he had a daughter with the other chick. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about um, John Singleton for a second because okay. I've and I'm reading because I, I I I had to check him out and his his it sucks that we don't we wait until people die before we really start talking about them but oh man poetic justice mm-hmm. classic three episodes of snowfall mm-hmm. an episode of billions mm-hmm. an episode from American Crime Story uh Versace the 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 uh assassination oh, of yeah, yeah, Gianni yeah. Versace yeah, he, yeah. he did one of those episodes he did an episode of Empire mm-hmm. uh he did a, a ESPN 30 for 30 he did Four Brothers a movie I love he did Tyrese again. He did Too Fast, Too Furious. Tyrese. <laughs> Tyrese he did. Again. He did Shaft. Mm-hmm. He did uh, Higher Learning. Classic. Michael Jackson's Dangerous. Mm-hmm. Poetic Justice. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's Remember the Time. Mm-hmm. Boys in the Hood. Classic. That's a quality damn. He did something else. Lineup. I'm sure he's done other he, things. Uh, this is just in his directorial. He has even more in his that he was a producer on. Mm. Which goes even longer. I forgot what else. He was did. a producer on Hustle and Flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He was a producer on Black Black Snake Moan. <laughs> oh, that movie was great. Yeah. So yeah, he's had quite. He's had quite the. Uh, it's funny because it almost seems like his. And and this is a part about his career that resonates with me. And again. There's a part of his career that I just can't. There's no way I can reach that because he went to USC film school. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing with Ryan Coogler, the which is why it's, it's hard to talk about. Like, I love what Ryan Coogler is doing. And mm-hmm. it's fantastic that every shot that he's gotten, he's pretty much knocked it out of the park. Yeah. But he went to USC film school and then got connected with uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker, who helped him get Fruitville Station off the ground, which then helped him be able to do uh um Creed. Wait, Ryan Coogler went to USC film school? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about John Singleton. They both did. Damn, that's crazy. I'm drawing the I'm drawing the correlation. That's crazy. To the difference when you're trying to do this when you're like Barry Jenkins and you don't have the film school backing. Because when you when you are uh um when you do go to like it's the thing of school in general. And I think me and you agree. Me and Mike both went to Cal State San Bernardino. Mm-hmm. And I think both of us would be critical of probably what we did in school from a, from a scholastic standpoint. Like we probably didn't need the schooling to get where we are professionally. And probably, I don't know about you, but I should have been like an engineer or something like that. And I'd be making like six figures. But I think one thing that both of us will, will agree to is that the film program there were, <laughs> no, no, not, I didn't even know they had one. That was, that was my major. I went to school for TV and video production. I, I learned all of that. Hey, hey, hey shout out to Cal State Samurai. You know, I'm forever a yote. Wasting my damn money. 
no, but this is what I but this is what I will say. This is why I can't say that it's a waste yeah. because most of the connections that I have. Oh yeah, for sure. Most of the friends that I have right now, most of the people from a professional standpoint that I will talk to, mm-hmm. most of the people who I will reach out for for recommendations, they all went to that school. So it's the it's the that's my segue to say from a film school standpoint, you may not learn anything from your film school, but you can say you went to USC film school. Ryan Coogler roomed with That's crazy. Ludwig Gorenson. It was a roommate. Ludwig has worked on he's he has worked with Childish Gambino. He has worked with uh Kendrick Lamar. Mm. He did the set the, the, the score for Tenet. Different. Roomies. Buddies. <laughs> Shared the same bathroom. He, man. He's worked with Hans Zimmer, <laughs> probably he, one of the greatest if not film the composers greatest. ever. He like, and again, greatest. he's great. Both of them are great. Mm-hmm. I am not trying to say that they are not great, but yeah. they had the perfect mix of the talent and the opportunity. So that's where I can't. Yeah, I can't. But- I can't. No, no. The only, only thing I'm saying that's not. That's where I can't connect with. Um. Who were we talking about? I mean, look, uh, uh, Brian, about John uh, uh, of John Singleton. But what I can connect with him in mm-hmm. is because there's a similar story with this that was with um, doing Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. Is and he talks about his pursuit in trying to get Ice Cube on board mm-hmm. and how Ice Cube like ignored him multiple right. times. Right? Who's this guy coming to me with this? You know, so I respect the grind of saying I have this fantastic story. Mm-hmm. about people just like you that I want to tell but I only want you to do it. You're the guy that I know can do it. I just need you to believe in me enough to say okay, I'll do it. And fast forward to now, I don't know if Ice Cube has the career that he has Without if he Sanders. doesn't if he doesn't have Boys in the Hood first. I don't think he has the cred to then do Friday. I mean, he if named, he doesn't do Boys in the Hood, no, he even said maybe that. He, he could. Maybe he, named, he said I mean, that though. I mean, maybe he does a little bit in that he is Ice Cube, so he does have some type of pool. But he said, but that, it adds to it that he had that in his I mean, resume. Singleton named the whole movie after a song Ice Cube wrote. You know what I mean? So it's like, but Ice Cube, he's admitted that. Yeah, like his his experience on the set of Boys in the Hood allowed him the, I guess the. Uh, it gave him the, the push or yeah. I guess the confidence to write yeah. a writer Friday, which is arguably a top ten black movie of all time. Shout out to F F Gary Gary, another, mm-hmm. which is gonna provide my next segue as soon as we forget as soon as we finish this uh, yeah. this thought. But so well, I was gonna say about like the whole USC film school, like you gotta even look at people like who did it without it, like Issa Rae. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Those yeah. those are more of the directors that I can writers, connect with. Yeah. I can connect with Ava DuVernay, who was I don't I think she's I don't remember what she said, but she was working until she was like thirty, and it's that. like man, I just turned, I just turned, I, oh, I, I'm about to turn. I don't know when this is gonna drop, but I mm-hmm. turned thirty two on September twenty seventh. So I was I, oh, I'm about to say it in my head too. So I'm a late bloomer to this. Uh-huh. So it's great to see like when you find out that people like. Samuel Jackson didn't really make it until he was older and people like, you know, uh uh Ava didn't make it until she was older and people like Issa had to grind and do it. Again, 
on YouTube. I'm not trying to pit anybody against each other. Shout out to Kugler. Shout out to Issa Rae. Yeah. Honestly, right now, if if like my my personal Mount Rushmore, this is just me, just from a standpoint of who I have so far tried to emulate the way that I'm doing things. It's Issa Rae. Mm-hmm. It's um, Kugler. It's say Jordan Peele, huh? I, you know what? Because I, I was struggling with who my my fourth one was going to be, so mm-hmm. I will throw Jordan Peele in there. Mm-hmm. But it was going to be um, Donald Glover, the goat. That man because does everything. <laughs> what what he what he did with Atlanta? Yeah. What Issa did with uh, Insecure? Mm-hmm. What Peele did with 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 uh, not even so much Get Out, I, more oh, with the, us. Uh, more okay. with us, and then um, what Coogler what Coogler did with with Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Those are four. Let me not even say. Let me not even say Black Panther. Let me say more like what he did with Creed and Fruitville Station. Mm-hmm. Even though Fruitville Station is a little bit more about black trauma, mm-hmm. like Creed. Even though it has an element of blackness to it, so it's Black Panther had black trauma. That's well. That's why I didn't want to go to. I, no, the reason why I didn't say Black Panther is because Black Panther is uh, yeah. is it's it's big. Mm-hmm. What I mean is like Atlanta is a story about regular people. Mm-hmm. Insecure is a story about. Regular I know people. I you and I know a million people. Like yeah, I'm sure we can sure. name people that we went to college with that are like every single character on Insecure. That is like every single character on Atlanta. No, you, that you, is yeah. that is like Creed in the way that it's in the way that it's told. And then when you look at a movie like Us, it's a movie that it's a regular black family. Mm-hmm. But the situations that they're going through aren't necessarily completely black. Right. It just happens to star black people. Mm-hmm. So it's showing that, yo, we are normal. We really are regular. We put our pants on one leg at a time, just like everybody else. Now, obviously, there's some things about us that is that are different culturally that's every culture but every story of ours don't have to be about the single black woman struggling with five right. kids it don't have to be about the guy who was in jail has to rehabilitate himself it doesn't don't have to be a, a slave movie. doesn't have to be a slave movie it doesn't have to be a gangster movie it doesn't have to be a crooked cop movie i'm tired of it can be I'm a kid it can cops. be a guy <laughs> it can be a guy trying to take care of his daughter trying to reconcile things with his baby mama mm-hmm. it could be about a woman who is college educated and trying to figure out what the hell to do with her life? Like there's a movie like that. What was that? What was I was, that that's Issa. They oh. they're just regular people who are they're educated black people trying to figure out how to make it in L.A. That's what the story is about. Did you like think like a man? <laughs> shout out to is that hey, Tyler? Shout out that's, who? That's not Tyler. Who does think like a man? That was uh, I know Steve Harvey wrote the book. Yeah, I know it's based off of that. What the hell? Wait, I'm tripping. Why can't you think of the top of my head right now? This is when you put think up. Like a man. Th- this is when in post I'm gonna put up the 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 title of the film superimposed over us because <laughs> because my memory is always I shot when it comes like that. It might have been Tyler Perry ass. Who knows? But even think like a man, man. I'm I'm I. This is not a criticism of the movie, but just mm-hmm. just the type of story. It's just about black people trying to find love, which is normal. That movie was ass, man. I'm not talking about how, what, how, whether the movie is good or not. What I'm talking about is what is the movie trying to talk about? It's trying to it's trying to talk about relationships and how you deal with them. Everybody deal with relationships. I mean, of course. You can tell stories with us in it that don't have to be uniquely 
about our struggles. No, I agree with that. I, and I'm I'm totally welcome to that. And, and that's why those four are yeah. on my Mount Rushmore, because they've done it in creative ways in telling stories about us that does not put us in. It don't have us out there looking crazy. She just announced season five, too. Issa? Mm-hmm. Good for her. I hope mm-hmm. that goes 20 yeah. seasons. Yeah. That's a whole different discussion. When it, whenever love, whenever Donald gets ready to giving us season three of Atlanta, we are awaiting my guy. I need to be on Insecure, man. Remember you told me that I had that story that I wrote? You said this is supposed to be Insecure. Mike Sessions. <laughs> and we got to move on. But Mike Sessions <laughs> is a fantastic oh, man. writer. I will say this. I appreciate it. <laughs> Well, I, I can't really critique writing because I'm not great at writing. So I he I don't even know if he's a great writer. What he is, what I can say, <laughs> what I can say is that he is and, and I guess this goes to writing. He is fantastic when it comes to telling a story. Mm. Mike has a story that he that he's written. A book that he's written. I'm just sitting in my phone. And he wrote this book like five or six years ago yeah. before there was an insecure. Before there was an Atlanta about regular black people dealing with regular problems centered around some characters that we won't name. <laughs> me, <laughs> But it did center around him. And after reading the story five years ago, the first thing that popped into my mind was when I read this, this is very visual. Mm-hmm. Easy to direct. Oh, shit. This this is this is this is a series. Yeah, a YouTube series. He had it written into five chapters, mm-hmm. and I thought, "There's a season." Right, and I was trying to go for ten. No, yeah, you had ten. So sorry, he had ten chapters, yeah. and I'm thinking, "That's a season." Yeah. Every chapter is an episode. That's ten weeks. All right, man. Let me let me fix it. Let me get to it. <laughs> hey, we, 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 we do it. Let me get to 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 it. And it ne- and it didn't and again. Obviously, all all of us said, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking him. I'm teasing him. But I still right. want to do that project, and we still might. We can still do it. And we, and we still might. Uh, uh, Rona threw a threw a wrench into everybody's plans, so that kind of messed up everything. <laughs> but it still might be a thing. So but but I it's it's a it's 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 the type of stories about us that I would rather do. Mm. You know, stories that can travel. Mm-hmm. Again, obviously, there is there is an element of black culture of us that I love and I do not want to water down. Mm-hmm. But there's a way that you can tell a story about us without making us look crazy. Making us look goofy. No, I got you. But enough of me. Which is why, which is what I will say, and this this will be my 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 last tip of the cap to to mm-hmm. Singleton is I feel like he's always done that. Is I feel like everything that he's always done about us has always felt authentic. I've never mm-hmm. even baby boy as comical as it can be. I know a I know a Jody. That's classic. I know a Jody. You don't think it's classic? I understand your your like, I understand your definition of a classic. It wouldn't meet my definition, but I get it. Literally see this movie every day. Every day. I wish I, I wish we didn't see it every they day. They still teasing baby boy too. I don't think it's ever. I don't think it should happen. I think it should I stop the way should. it is. No. I think it should stop the I way it is. I think it should be be about their son. 
The Ride I'm of Jojo. Ti- I'm tired of sequels and <laughs> I'm tired Yo. of sequels and redos and Yo, that would be hard. Tell a new story. And they got like a like a nice house, but then like the sun still ain't shit. Did like, you see that there's there's a TV show called LA's Finest, I think? Oh, I think I heard about that. Which is with Gabrielle Union and I think Jessica Alba. Is Gabrielle Union playing up like a she, playing like a stuck up uh No, which managers which no 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 she they're both cops. I'm tired of cops. And what she's what she's playing is it's it's a bad it's a bad boy spinoff. Cause in in the uh, in the preview, she says I think somebody's like, I didn't know you knew how to use a gun or something like that. And she says, Marcus taught me. Ah, uh, okay. And it's like, we don't got no news stories. But I get it. I understand how Hollywood wants to try to bet on what they think a sure thing is. But what do you honestly think of that live version of Lion King? <laughs> hey, man. Just- it, is fan- it, is amazing. it is amazing what we can do from a, from a technology standpoint. I just think what made the original Lion King work, it's hard with animals. It's the animation. It's hard with animals. Cause what, cause, because you can't, you can't emote with a realistic lion the way you can emote with a cartoon lion. Now, it works better when we're talking about humans redoing this because you can get those human reactions still. Right. You can't get those reactions. But I get it because Jungle Book was a hit. And I, think, and I think they thought, but again, you had a real person. Yeah, but even the animals in that movie, like the it it was it still felt really cool. True, true. You know what I mean? Like Lion King, but you was still so animated. And I think just, it got so real that it lost the it lost the character that the that the they said it was National Geographic with a soundtrack. It was, <laughs> it was, like, it was. Uh, that movie was terrible. Uh, I'm hearing Mulan is terrible too, but that's another subject. I've actually heard it was good. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not spending thirty dollars. I'll wait. I'll wait for. I'll wait for <laughs> Disney Plus. To, I'm to waiting just, for Black Widow. I'll, I'll spend thirty on that. Well, they're still trying to figure out whether or not they want to do a theatrical release with it. Man, they don't just release that on Disney. Plus I think they should it. because, like, Tenant, Tenant is not doing very good right now in the theaters. But I think they should have known that. They should have just dropped it on some streaming. They should have done the same thing. Just dropped it on some streaming platform and just have people pay for it. What was that other question you had? The uh, what constitutes a black film? Like what makes a film a black film? I I was gonna get to that. I don't okay. even remember. You said something that was supposed to be my segue, and I forgot what my segue was. Well, this is my segue. So we <laughs> talked. We talked about what we thought a classic film was, but mm-hmm. so we intro with Baby Boy. But I didn't want to just talk about Baby Boy. I wanted to talk about black films in general. So we'll get into we'll get okay. into what constitutes constitutes a black film, mm-hmm. but what you know? No, no. Let's do that. Two two mic sessions. Mm-hmm. What is a black film? Mm. I think yeah, for one, it has to target the black audience, um, and uh, well, not necessarily just strictly target them, but it has to be uh, somewhat tangible for us to be able to grasp. It has to speak to the black experience. In a way, yeah. In a way, but not no. not it, it. It may not have to, but we should be able to relate to it. Yeah, but that, yeah. but that goes back to what I was saying about the you know I hope that black people do more because well we should yeah yeah uh, yeah because even in like black sci fi movies and stuff like that you I mean it's yeah. not, like black people are not limited to just 
like you said, like hood movies and slave movies and stuff like that. There are a lot of black people that love sci-fi things. A lot of black nerds. There are yeah. a lot of black this and that. So, um, well, I was black, say- black Panther was a good example of right. how we were able to infuse black culture mm-hmm. and black mannerisms yeah. and black phrases with Disney. Hey, aunt, hey, auntie, different things like that. Yeah, into been like into a Disney film. By the way, I cannot believe that the Disney logo is on an album that has a song <laughs> called Paramedic. Yeah. I love the song, by the way. But that song does not scream Disney. They green light that. But one. but that's another story. Shout out to Disney, I guess, for just letting them do their thing. But anyways, I digress. I will say that um, for one, it has to either have a black. I think off top, it has to have a black director. Um, it has to have a black have director. A, it has to have a majority black cast, and um, you know, or and it has to have a black writer. I was gonna say, you know, I agree with you. I was gonna make an argument for why it doesn't need to have a black director, but I feel like. I feel I like it. So. I feel like it needs to because for sure, a writer. It has to have a black totally writer for sure, and of course, it has to be black people in it. Yeah, but I think I think it does need to have a black director too. But I do think it has to be tangible for black people. You know what I mean? Like, it can't be one of those movies that come out into the theaters and you know mostly white people went to go see it. I'm trying to think of a movie that was like that. That was like well, a, I think just given the demographic of the country, it's like music. I think white people are always going to be no, for sure. the biggest, you know, but we have to go out and see it. It has to be a movie that we want to go out and see. It has to be a movie that 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 we put behind us. You know, for us like we're even with music, like cuz we are we create a lot of this a lot of these different mediums. You know, we 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 are the creators. We of create a lot of this. most of the like, you know, of the I mean? prominent artistic mediums. Like so or at least influence. So, but you know, for us, the biggest thing for us is culture. It's culture, 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 because that's pretty much all we really have in terms of, you know, being in this country. It's like we hold tight to the films and the music and the different traditions that we express. Yeah. yeah. So it has to be something that we really hold to us. Like we hold, set it off, you know, to us. We hold uh, Friday and Poetic Justice and Higher Learning and New Jack City, uh, Paid in Full. Uh, you know, like different movies that are black cinema classics that we can call ours. Yes. You know what I mean? Even Black Panther. You know? Yeah, we own we own that. We owned Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. You know, we 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 hold that near to us. I so. went to the theater, I think it was like I saw it like five times in the movies. Five times. That's crazy. Shout out to my guy, um, Chadwick. Rest in peace. Crazy. I went to see that movie five times. The second time I went to go see it, and I actually said this. This is not a joke. The first time I went, I went with the family, but I had to go back again. Just, mm-hmm. just, just me. So you know. <laughs> so I went. I went back again. Uh-huh. Walked up to the booth. I had a Black Panther shirt on. Oh god! I had some fake. Sometimes I put on my fake my fake glasses to make me seem like I'm an intellectual when I'm not. Mm-hmm. Walked up to the counter. Um. Yes, sir. What type of what, what which which movie uh would you like to see? And I looked the lady in the eye and I said, "Lady, you know exactly why I'm here." I didn't say lady. I just said, "You know exactly why I'm here." You, 
<laughs> you know why I'm here. Black Panther just dropped yesterday. You know why I'm here. I have this shirt on. You know, I'm black as hell. Give me the ticket for Black Panther, please. <laughs> she just walked up. You know why I'm here. No, she asked first. The chase. She asked first. What movie? Why what movie, what movie would we like to see? I don't even know why Come you on. asked me. Come she on. laughed. I mean, she she because because I you know, but you know what I was here to see. So I went to see that clearly. That was our movie. And when I went, there was like groups of people that were like there were like dashikis. Yeah, they were. Doing we that. we were we were all out. But what I am thankful for, mm-hmm. I am thankful for at least in the theaters that I was in, is that we was in there behaving. That was that was like a, one of the big story things. Where it was like we was we was doing good. Like Black Panther releasing, you didn't hear about no no theater. Where nobody shooting nobody, yeah, nobody no fight. Fights, I saw. To me, what I think was one of the greatest one of the greatest movies of all time. You what? got you got served. I saw you got served in the theater at Ontario Mills. <laughs> the AMC and Ontario Mills. Oh, they was God. they was they was bucking in the uh Hey, that is the worst movie theater in the world. They were bucking <laughs> they, they were bucking on the aisles. Yeah. Crump crump dancing on the aisles. No fights. But they were out of their seats, battle dancing. The movie's on. Yeah. It's dark. Why are you dancing? They're dancing on the stairs. It's lit. It's lit. That was the. Would you expect that was people the, to do? Honestly. That was the greatest and worst film experience in my life. What? That that I wouldn't even. I don't even see how that's a negative. <laughs> you know what the people came to do. You can't make that type of movie and put it in the theaters and think people ain't about to show up with their dancing shoes. You got served. They came out with they with they with their headbands on. The that's when band, that's when you that's where you wore the headband, the throwback jerseys, the, th- the baggy throwback jersey with the baggy jeans. You Was had to have jeans. I don't know if they were doing backwards jerseys, but I wouldn't be shocked. I think they were doing back Man. backwards jerseys back then. Two thousand four. That was two thousand four. <laughs> were we doing backwards jerseys in two thousand four? I think we were. Two thousand was the most. Terrible. That's when you wore. <laughs> that's when you wore a do rag, and you had a headband, and you had a fitted cap. The 2000s got we got to pretend with 4X time with period. 4X t-shirts with something airbrushed on them. With the exception of confessions, we got to pretend the 2000s didn't happen. No, the 2000s are great. <laughs> the 2000s oh my are, God, are, are 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 a dark but necessary time. We had to go to the 2000s. Wait, so you went for for you got served? Did you go for Stumpy Art? I did go to Stumpy Art. I went to the theater Was it the for the same Stumpty outcome? Was people dancing in there? No. Stumpy Art wasn't crazy. And I went to Stump- I went to the I went to the movie theater in San Bernardino. Mm. That one off of it's the one in downtown San Bernardino. That one that's like, oh, you talking about the one over there off of? Uh, I think it's on. It's off of East Street. I right? think so. Yeah, it's over and there I by went, the Carousel Mall. I went to that one. Mm. And no, but no, no, uh, no, no ruckus. I actually like that movie theater more than Ontario. It was no ruckus there. No drama there. I don't know why I like that movie theater. No drama. But yeah, that's terrible though. I, I might have been out there dancing when Stump the Yard came out. Actually, I no drama. Sure, thought I was part of that squad. Hey, theta so theta. so wait, you got served? It's a black film. Definitely a black film. Yeah, Chris Stokes. What? Chris Stokes directed that. No, but that movie, like you can it's just a black movie. You can look at the the theatrical poster and know that it's a black film. But you know, sometimes they be nah. it, it be white people behind that, and they just put us on the forefront because they want to. They want to. They want to. But you got they want to capitalize. You got off served was a horrible movie. <laughs> We talking about baby boy. I ain't gonna let y'all look. And they say that you got served as a classic. People say that, and you know they do. You probably have said that before. And we gonna say, look, that movie was terrible. 
No, again, okay. Worse than baby boy. So, for sure. but I, I think one of the things that goes to classic, which is why I understand your stance on baby boy, is doesn't necessarily have to do with whether or not the movie was good, but it has to do a lot of times with its impact and impact. its following. Impact and just what it means to black people. Yeah, like black people still watch that movie. Okay, so do me this. Do do this for me uh, then. Tell me your top five. Your top five black films. Oh man. I don't know why I felt like that question was going to come and I'm still not prepared. Let me see. Um, you got to... Oh, oh, well, Baby Boy, that's one. That's number one? <laughs> <laughs> no way, all right. Um, uh, all right, so like just favorite films or do I feel like it's the best film? Because if it's talking about like personal favorite... Let's avoid controversy and you my, just you just give me your, your favorite. <laughs> favorite, is, favorite is less controversial than just best. Because I can't really argue with what your what your favorite movies are. Um, it would have to be Baby Boy in no particular order. You know what you're gonna do? I know what you're gonna it's do. It's gonna be West Coast Bias. I too. know what you're gonna do, and then I'm gonna call it out. But it's gonna be a thing that I wasn't thinking about either, and we're gonna figure out why. But go ahead. Mm. Um, Friday, you gotta throw Friday in there. Mm-hmm. Someone can make the argument next Friday was funnier, but Friday. Um, we'll just throw the whole franchise in there, the Friday franchise. It's okay. I it's, didn't really care about Friday after Friday next. after next. It was cool, but I didn't really care about that movie. Um, damn, bro, there's so many. Um, oh, uh, set it off. Mm-hmm. Um, I love higher learning, man. But I don't know if it's five. Um, I'm going to have to say, oh, I don't know. I don't know. What, what is that for for you? Well, I said Baby, Baby Boy, Boy, Friday, Set It Off. Set It Off, Higher Learning. I'll throw Higher Learning in there. And one more. I'm missing something. I'm going to be mad because I'm totally overlooked it. You're going to say it, huh? I think you're missing a lot. Oh, yeah. But they, they were movies that because I, I I have a list that I that I that I kind of had looked up before, mm-hmm. and these particular movies before I looked at the list didn't didn't come to my mind. Mm. But I don't know why exactly. But let's see what your last one is. The Pursuit of Happiness is not a black movie, is it? I don't know who directed that. See, if if it is, that's your you that that is one of that is one of Mike's of happy, favorite movies. The Pursuit that's, of Happiness if, if, is so fucking good like man that's that's a easy for me that's the top three will smith movie i will give it uh, let's see what um, do you mean ah yeah who directed that uh, i see a lot of Gabe, Gabe, going Gabe, on gabriel gabriel Merkino. 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 it's not a black movie but i'm gonna just say it anyway let's <laughs> the happiness okay Oh uh, yeah, I'm missing something, man. I'm missing how, a bunch. How come no Spike Lee movies are in your top five? I wasn't too big on Spike Lee movies. You gonna kick me? You gonna kick me out now? No. When I when I was first thinking in mind, because I thought about this earlier today, I was thinking about what questions I would ask. One of the questions I was gonna ask, but that's the was thing. Who, who like the top top five movies, for, top five favorite movies, and for whatever reason, Peyton Full. Actually, I'll take it back. Everything about Spike Lee movies is all black because he writes them and he directs them and it be black people in them. I was gonna say Peyton Full. I'll, I'll switch Pursuit of Happiness. Peyton Full. Peyton Full. Yeah. I'll give you that. 
Um, but yeah, as far as like New York centered movies, I wasn't always like the like it, was, it almost kind of go with the music. I wasn't really too big of, of New York type stuff because the West Coast is just so different. I was just raised on West Coast stuff. Okay, yeah. let me give you mine. Yeah, yeah please do. I'm not going to go in order. I'm just going to give you my five. He's going to say, get out. No, I actually don't really have anything like made in like the last five years that, that's in this list. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> you forgot one? Higher learning. Go ahead. Learning go ahead. Go the ahead. wood. Oh, my God. The wood. The wood. Yeah, I don't even know why. I, yeah. Yeah, the wood. The wood's in mine. Yeah. The wood is in mine because. I, I I identify greatly mm-hmm. with that movie because that movie is hilarious. Man. I when I um when I moved to the IE because mm. I I went to school for two years in Riverside, mm. where me my cousin this was when in the third grade mm. I was in the third grade she was in the second grade there was right. this other black kid in the fifth grade mm. we were the only three black people in the whole school mm. in Riverside right and then went to school. Three miles over into Fontana, where it's just all black and Latino mm. culture, crazy culture shock. Right. We just went from we just went from all white to all black and brown mm. for the most part. But I got injected into a different culture. Right. Because they're not doing that with the with the white kids. Mm. So I felt like the new kid moving into a new space and then having to figure out quick where i am but having met people who to this day i'm mm. still cool with right that was me like, i got guy, i got guys <laughs> that i met in the fifth grade to this day is still love i don't even know nobody from before high school I don't ever know that. shout out to my guy byron my guy Derek, my guy mike it's all love me mike no, no, no. Well, no you're cool but this guy his, his, his <laughs> name is, his name was mike Fakata. you're cool but and we had a, we had a we had a little a little but i was the cornball yeah like i'm I, you know coming with a coming with a with a christian worldview coming from this all white this all white school for a couple years mm. i didn't curse until i knew them until i met them oh damn so I got introduced into a lot of this stuff, but I was always kind of like that guy. But anyways, they introduced you to cousin. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. <laughs> what grade yeah. was this? Fifth grade. That's the first time I ever cursed. Was in the fifth grade. Holy shit! What's your top five, man? <laughs> uh, uh, the wood. The wood. I think. I think now that I rethink it, I think I have two Spike Lee movies in there. I think. Uh, he got he got game mm. is in there. Can I put that one in? No, I'm not gonna put it into my top five. You do the right thing. I was gonna try to squeeze Malcolm X in, but Malcolm X is in my top five favorite. It is what I think in his top five movies, mm-hmm. but not in my favorite. When I say favorite, I'm thinking like movies that you will watch. It's on the, the TV. You're stopping what you're doing to watch it. Pootie Tang for sure. For <laughs> I love Pootie Tang. Man. Y'all gonna respect Pootie Tang and Chris Rock? Okay, Friday. Friday, the wood. He got game. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put Creed in there. 
Really? That came out within the last. I know. I just, years. I just broke. I just, I lied. I lied a few minutes ago. I'm gonna put Creed in there. Creed. And I'll, I'll explain why. What did it for you? Him running, him running up the stairs. <laughs> who, who did Brown Sugar? Who I don't it? care. Brown Sugar. Brown Sugar is in my top five. Love Jones is better than Brown Sugar, though. I disagree. So to me, like Love Jones, Brown Sugar, Love and, love and Basketball, love and basketball yeah. are the same movie. They're the same movie. No, they're not. They're the same movie. They're the same movie. Love and basketball is not the same as them. Love and basketball and and love and ba- even more than Love Jones. Love and basketball and uh 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 Brown Sugar are the exact same movie. You probably like just right with common and Queen Latifah too. No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> was, but but what what I, what I mean is what I mean is you had two people. Because didn't they both grow up with each other in both movies? Mm-hmm. They knew each other for a long time, and you can juxtapose their love for basketball in Love and Basketball or music with their with them with each other those were always the competing things is they're trying to pursue careers in basketball or in music while also trying to pursue each other and trying to fit each other in it it's just you switch out basketball for music and it's the same movie he wasn't climbing in the window when his parents was arguing like he was well i think the, i think the difference with uh with i with, wish you had that in like high school I was a square, so women walk over the roof, little thing. Women weren't checking for me like that when I was in high school. Knock on a window, hey, hey, open that up. But the thing about Brown Sugar (laughs) is Brown Sugar took place when they were older, so Brown Sugar would be like, like loving basketball was what they were doing when they were younger, and then Brown Sugar is them as older professionals. The best man is still better than all all those. I disagree, but well, love no Brown Sugar. Brown Sugar is gonna round it. Loving basketball is better than all. Brown Sugar is gonna round on my five. Brown here, sugar. here is why Creed is in my is in my top five. I, I love the Rocky franchise, absolutely love them. Except, no, I don't. Well, up until four, I love Rocky. I don't mess with five and whatever came <laughs> came after that. I joke with my uncles who are really big big boxing fans. Mm-hmm. They like huge into boxing. I joke with them by bringing up Rocky mm-hmm. when they're talking about boxing, like actual boxing, and they hate it because it's fake. Right, but I have I have an uncle, my, my uncle Keith, and he we all hates uncle Keith. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith Keith is a Keith is a that's a black name. I don't, I'm gonna say it's a black uncle name. Uncle Keith and Uncle Jerome. Keith. I don't have an uncle Jerome. I got uncle Jerome. <laughs> but but Jerome sounds like that's the uncle that you have. That doesn't sound you know. And he looks like Uncle Jerome. Exactly. <laughs> like, so he's not a fan uh-huh. of Creed two and three. Why is he not a fan of Creed 2 and 3? Because in his words, ain't no way some out of shape Italian guy whipping no black people. Hmm. So what we so but but what I like that they do in 3 mm-hmm. is Apollo Creed trains Rocky. Mm-hmm. So this is when they get to become friends. Is he trains Rocky? He brings Rocky to LA because at in 3 Rocky is glitz and glamour. He's made all the money. Clubber Lang is is Clubber Lang is now Rocky. Mm-hmm. He, Clubber Lang is who Rocky was in in Rocky One. He's the underdog, the one that's. Gr- I don't need the cameras, the lights. I don't need this fancy equipment. I'm just out here grinding. 
I don't even have a big team. It's just me. Mm-hmm. And I'm whooping everybody who comes in front of me. All I need is a shot. But Clubber Lang is black. He's us. So he's louder. He's more boisterous. You know, I've never seen any of the Rocky movies. You should. None of them. So Not I'm going to. So, so, so this is my synopsis. Creed 2. Creed 1. Apollo Creed decides that it's, it's a good idea to give some young up and coming fighter a shot. Mm-hmm. He picks Rocky. Mm-hmm. Rocky at this point is struggling. This is the break that he needs. They end up fighting. It becomes it's a draw. So they fight and they ended up being it's a tie. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's the end of Rocky one. Rocky two starts with the two of them in the hospital because both of them beat the crap out of each other. Mm-hmm. Rocky's good because now Rocky's getting some. He's getting uh 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 some some pub now. He's mm-hmm. starting to get a, some 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 change. But he's struggling with the idea of, I still want to fight, but Adrian, his wife, doesn't want him to fight anymore. Right. But he's like, I got to fight. I can't do anything else. He's, he's like illiterate. He doesn't really know much else but fighting. Mm-hmm. Apollo is dealing with people saying that he lost or that he ducked the fight. So now he has to deal with his honor being, you know, destroyed. And then so they fight again in two and then Rocky beats Creed. I'm gonna try to watch these in Rocky movies, Two. But... Rocky Three starts with a montage of Rocky's rise to the top. Now mm. Rocky's the man. Mm. Creed has retired at this point. Rocky is the guy now, and he's got a mansion, and he's got like a robot in his house, and he's like the man now. Mm. But he's getting soft. The money's getting to him. The success is getting to him, and his trainer Mickey is trying to show him that this young hungry guy. Clubber Lang whoops the crap out of him in the first fight. I mean, he knocks him out in like the first couple rounds. Mm. Apollo Creed comes to him like this, this, this dark meeting and like this dark gym. And he's like, I can get you back there. I know why you lost. When we fought, you had the eye of the tiger. When you fought him, that it wasn't there. Mm-hmm. You got to get that back. So he brings him to LA and have is, is having him train in the gym, in the gym with all bras, and the first thing he does, <laughs> he walks in there with this nice black suit. Oh. His his lady has this nice dress. His 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 brother in law Paulie is all suited up. You get in here, and it's all these bras in there, mean mugging them, sweat in there, just getting it. And then one of the things that that Creed says, he says, "You see the look in their eyes? You got to have that look." Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like us getting the peek into. Creed side of this. Mm-hmm. So I had always wanted to know what is Rocky like from Creed's side? Because mm-hmm. that's us. I see they were looking at Creed in the movie as if he was like some loud, boisterous mm-hmm. guy, which he was. Right. But for us, okay. We all got uncles like that. That's loud and boisterous. Hell, I'm loud and boisterous. I gotta yeah. watch these movies. Yeah. I'm dangerous, he says that in the movie. Yeah, he's dangerous. I'm, I'm dangerous, I'm you know. Dangerous. Apollo, he's all the all the show, but we're used to the show. We're used to the we're used to the flamboyance because right. this is the way that we can we can we can That's the way we communicate. That's the way we can get that out. We yeah. need to, you know, this is us. So to fast forward and have Ryan Coogler tell his story of 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 basically his Rocky movie, but from Apollo Creed's son. Mm-hmm. Who was played by Michael B. Jordan, right. and Tessa Thompson? I forget her name, her character in the movie, but basically she plays his Adrian. 
the mm-hmm. the woman who is like his strength and his rock and the one who pushes him in the same way that Adrian pushed Rocky. Okay. So it was almost an exact retelling, but from from us, mm-hmm. which is goes to our point at the beginning is that you know you can tell movies, you yeah. can tell movies that are about us, but movies that translate to other people. This is not just a thing that we deal with. Everybody deals with this. You right. know. But it was it but it was our story. But you got to watch one, two, three, four. Skip five and whatever else came out, and then just jump to Creed. He put Creed in his top five. Must be a damn good movie. That's a, that's a new, and it's not even. See, honestly, with all these top fives, they would none of them would be in my top five. If you were speaking like objectively, yeah, if, yeah, but they're more about how they impacted me. Ah, uh, okay. Because the Woods not a great movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not a great movie. It is. It. Why How is it not? It it you're I know why you're saying it is. You're saying it is because the, it tugs it no, tugs the on. The writing was great. The acting eh, was great. Eh, like eh. it tugs. It, 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 it did tells, what it was supposed to do. It tells our story. It did what it was. Supposed and it to checks do. it checks our boxes, which is why it's in my top five. Stacy, <laughs> why it's in my top five. It's, it's just like it's just the acting is like it just. It carries over so well. Listen, people man. People know I don't like to cuss, but I have to repeat this line. It's my favorite line in the movie. When he's robbing the store. Yeah. And, yeah, and they say who they were. They'll say my name. He's like, where y'all, where y'all on the way to? And they said, we on, the, we on the way to the dance. And he was like, nigga, remember the motherfucking dance? <laughs> Yo, that movie is great, man. He's robbing a store. <laughs> And rem- yeah, reminis- reminiscing like, on on junior high school dances. I'm telling he's you, like, yeah, yeah, let me, he's like, he's like, why don't y'all go ahead and get something? There's the least I could do for you. If because the writing was so good, <laughs> I don't know. Did like, you ever see the movie Dope? I thought that movie was overrated. I thought it was a good movie. It was cool, but it was I didn't like, think it was people, overrated because I didn't. Would, I didn't think people rated it at all. I never. Know, people. I never really say, heard oh, it this talked is like about. One of the best movies to come out in such a long time, and I was like, oh, I didn't peep. But check this in the movie. His character, I forget his name, the actor, plays in that movie, and his name is Stacy. No, I remember. And I knew that had to be exact because yeah, that movie no, also it, takes it place Englewood. in Inglewood. Yeah. So I'm like, they did that on purpose. So yeah. this is literally Stacy grown up. Now he's a security guard at at the, I keep at the local high that school. Keith Stanfield was in that movie. He was playing the blood. He was. That's hilarious. Stacy was a blood. But I know, but I know because Inglewood's primarily blood. Yeah. But. Like Lakeith Stanfield, when you really go back, he's in a lot of movies, like random. <laughs> hey, Lakeith random is Lakeith like, is a great actor. He is. Do we you, gotta we gotta start giving these guys their flowers. No, for uh, sure, he's amazing. Do yeah. you think that you have to be somewhat a little off to be a good actor or a good uh, artist? Like somewhat, like a no. little. No, but what I think what I think needs to happen, and this is the and this is not like me saying that about Lakeith. I'm just saying like for actors. No, no, he is a little. He is a little in a little, general. But what I think has to happen. No, let me just say this: it doesn't have to happen. What I think helps mm-hmm. is trauma, mm-hmm. unfortunately, and like we're seeing that lived out. In the biggest way, with that guy whose name I'm not even going to name, oh. that guy married to that lady from that famous family. I'm not even going to say his name. But what I will say is if we're just talking pure music, mm-hmm. I mean, we could really make an argument that he might be one of the greatest 
one of the one of the greatest musical artists ever. I mean, he's a, yeah, a he's a literal genius. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And like, what we are what we are capitalizing on is his is his trauma. His trauma is what adds to his genius. Who put up a tweet like that? I think it was Scissor. Like somebody was saying like to her, like, I'm sorry that you feel like this about yourself. She's like, no need to be sorry. Like this is also what this what is 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 creating my livings my do living we do we like, get 808s and heartbreaks or my beautiful dark twisted fam- fantasy if his mom doesn't die mm. if he's not in that car accident do we get the same cocky kanye like i think those things that are very traumatic experiences i said i wasn't gonna say his name and his name just slipped out <laughs> but those those traumatic experiences add to that person and the the person and character in which he was seemed to mark all of the different mm. instances in his life. So I I beat death. So what do I do now? I'm cocky as hell. There's nothing you can tell me. There's nothing you can tell me. Literally, I should have died in that car accident. So I'm gonna live it up. Called, then oh I then I lose the person who's closest to me. So now my music starts to become introspective. And then now I have a family. And then now I start. So th- so it seemed. But mm. then again. A lot of times with people like that is they get that status, but then they don't always deal with themselves, which I think leads to a lot of a lot of mental lose a sense of reality. You do. You do. Because how can you how can you live in reality if you got people climbing over your back fence to take pictures of you and your family? I mean, it definitely um, it definitely makes things not feel real. I don't know because you can't be normal. But as an actor, I don't think you have to be because I think I think there are actors who just had it. There are actors who went to school and learned it. I think I think to me, it's just about do you get the opportunity to have the right director and the right script? It's the same thing as like a basketball player. Everybody in the NBA is great. Mm -hmm. This is a top one percent of the world. But. It's also the only industry where when you're the best in the world, you have the possibility of going to one of the worst organizations. Mm-hmm. If I'm the best neurosurgeon in the world, mm-hmm. I'm going to be at a top hospital. Mm-hmm. If I'm a great litigator, I'm going to be at a top firm. Mm-hmm. If I'm the best basketball player, I'm going to the worst team. That's crazy. And what might happen is is I might not get put in the best position and, to yeah. thrive. And in the same thing with actors, sometimes... They just need the right person to write them the right script, and then boom. Now, some of them, and I think this is what what separates what people rise to the top, is that they just knock everything out. But for a good mm-hmm. amount of people, it's just to me about getting the right script, mm-hmm. getting hot, being relevant, right. not doing anything stupid to mess it up. Boy, would that be hard. and and being and being a person that the industry loves, right? Because that's another. There's a whole. There's a whole thing about politics, and once you're out, you're out, and it's hard to get back in because then nobody wants to touch you. Duh. Which is even harder for us because it's not that many of us. Not that many, like as far as like black actors and yeah. So then you really can't ruin your shot, bro. Because it ain't even that many roles. Now here's the thing, and I'm gonna pose this question to you. I don't really want to get into it because I want to rap soon, but I want you to chew on this. 
Don't tell me you want me to. No, I want, I want you, to, you to chew. No, I really this. want you to because I'm still chewing on this and I still I'm chewing still digging into this. But shout out to my guy Cam Cam Archer who asked me this question. What happened? Did the did the token black sidekick become the token black star? What I mean by that is, in past movies you had to have that token black character. He was never the he was never the star. He mm-hmm. didn't have the same amount of screen time, but you had to have the black guy in there for color. Mm-hmm. And he had to be the comic relief or he had to be mm-hmm. the athlete or he had to be whatever token character we are to support the main actors. Mm-hmm. But then you fast forward to a movie like Star Wars, mm-hmm. where John Boyega plays a character like Finn, mm-hmm. who in the first movie has more screen time than anybody else. He is pushed as the star of the movie. The movie literally opens with him and it closes with him. Mm-hmm. He is a big character throughout the whole film. It's all about this stormtrooper who decides that he doesn't want to kill people anymore and he wants to he wants to defend. It's about him. Right. But as you go through all the films, of all the stars, he gets the least amount of character development. Hmm. He gets he gets the weakest arc. Would you would you believe me if I told you I never watched Star Wars? Either? No, I don't. I, no, I believe you. I 100% believe you. I would 100% believe that. <laughs> I need to, though. But what I'm saying is if you look at his character, I forget. Uh, I can't. I, I can't forget. I can't remember the name hmm. of uh, the woman who played um, Ray. And then you had Kylo Ren, who was played by. Is his name Aaron Driver? Driver is his last name. But what he movie? was. What movie is this? This is in Star Wars. Oh, Star He's, Wars. Okay. But he played in. He was in Marriage Story. He was in um, Black Klansman. He was the oh. he was the partner, but he played college. So they were like the top three characters mm. in the movies. And then you can throw in the guy who played. There's another guy. His name was Poe, and it was kind of oh. like them four. But of them four, mm. Finn, the only black character, had the least had the weakest arc, and the least least amount of character development. But he was dubbed as a star. So what I'm saying is is now are they giving us now? starring this person but their character is really just a weak character not weak as in they're a pushover but weak as this is like in not just black movies well we were seeing now that they're starting black people are starting to get more leading roles but are those leading roles just here take it no i don't think so i think quite the contrary actually like even with what was it like how to get away with murder but that Uh, was written by a black person oh well yeah <laughs> oh, the okay, movies well, that we're writing, it's shows. us. Okay. But Star Wars is that's a that's a know. white that's a white franchise. I might have to I might have to sit with that question. Well, that's why you, I said well, you want me to chew. That's on why it, I said you know? chew on it. Well, I'm not chewing on the damn. That's why movie. I said chew on it. <laughs> I want you to chew on it. I'm a, I'm gonna sit on that one. I don't. I haven't really thought too much about that. Okay, so let's close well, with this. Kevin Hart is like Kevin Hart. We didn't even talk about like the the comedic black actors or anything like that. Like Kevin Hart. When is Kevin Hart going to play a serious role, man? I don't know. Something that challenges. But we can't close this discussion without giving The Rock his his flowers as well. Why are we giving The Rock? Shout out to him because he's grinding. He's doing. He may not like. He may not be making the movies that we like. But what one thing that you're not going to hear me really ever doing is is dissing black black uh, creatives. Mm -hmm. I'm 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 going to root for you. 
even if I'm not feeling Man, what you're be doing. On Twitter. <laughs> who, who do I be? Who do I be dissing though? <laughs> people. Who though? All the time. Who though? It's never. It's never black creatives. Who would you call a bum recently? It might be basketball players. Oh, cause you're cause you're an athlete. That's different. Oh. I'm talking about black creatives. You hardly ever see me saying like that's a terrible movie or this guy sucks. Whenever I'm reviewing movies, I'm usually more positive about it. Look, at, dig it up. Yeah. Find the receipts. You go ahead and talk. I'm gonna go find ahead. the receipts. I'm gonna find it for you right now. Cause I know I'm in that industry now, and I know how hard it is to do that. And I'm also not trying to burn any bridges because I might need them people. Uh, I might need these people. I might need these creatives. The Rock Dwayne Johnson is doing the damn thing. I'm trying to find it right now. Find it. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to sit on it, but don't worry. They I'm, don't I'm, exist. I'm going to send you a text after. They don't exist. All right, maybe I can't find it right now. But See? But... Cause I'm I'm hesitant Shout in my Dwayne Johnson. in my dissing of black creatives because I know because I'm always gonna support you even if I don't think that what you did was that good I'm not saying that like for instance Black Panther is not the best of the Marvel movies mm-hmm. but in front of the white people it is and they love that shit in front of them <laughs> that's the best movie ever we can have an internal discussion about where the where the plot holes are or where I have questions about the script or the acting or whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna have that in house. In front of the world, that's the best movie. That's the best black movie in the world. It's like when white people watch straight out of Compton and that's next to you know they going over there. <laughs> they going to Compton and they treating it like a dev. Or or they don't go to Compton because they feel like this is this is their way to experience Compton. It's through the music or through the movie. No. Look up look look No, I know they have been. Have you been ha, did you ever see what happened after Joker came out? So like, there there's oh, the, there's a famous scene, them, yeah. Them and then the and the people there was like, "Nah, get out of here. Like you're not about to come <laughs> and just profit off of us. This is our block." Uh, <laughs> and you think just because they made a movie here that all of a sudden you can come around nah, bugging? Nah, son. Hey, nah, son. Nah, kid. Nah, son. Hey, nah, B. Nah, B. It's Cadetto. <laughs> Hey, tell us somebody to skedaddle. <laughs> hey, shout out to my guy Curtis. Cause I got a friend Curtis. I used to work with him. He's from Brooklyn. Skedaddle. And I used to tell him, man, the the Brooklyn, the Brooklyn like dialect next to <laughs> Oakland dialect is is undefeated. Yo, man, son. Like, son, man, it's a brick. I said, it's a brick out here. He said that word, yo, man, it's a brick out here. What? I don't know. A brick, a brick mean is cold. Then just say it's cold. Right. Nah, man, it's a brick out here, man. What up, what up God? <laughs> Shut up. Shout out to the East Coast, man. Shout out to New York. I know a bunch. Of, I know a lot of people from New York, man. Oh my God, man. Okay, let's close with this. Okay. What 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 is your prognosis for the future of black films? Oh man. Uh... I think we on a good pace right now. The best pace we've probably ever been on a mainstream level. And the way things have been going outside of even just film with just, you know, black awareness as a whole. Yeah. I think I think with our trajectory is, is pretty high. I think what, what had already happened in the film in the music industry is mm. happening a little more slowly in the film industry. Is that in the music industry guys started to figure out and it's funny we were even talking about the thing that Button is trying to, like Joe Button is trying to do, is 
if I know that I'm the one that that brings the 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 energy, I'm the one that brings the story, I'm the one that brings the the creativity, why am I depending on them, the suits in the office to dictate right. what what goes out or not? Right. And now it's gotten to a point that right now, literally right now, because mm-hmm. we have microphones mm-hmm. and I have a laptop in my computer over there. Me and Mike could record an album right now and it could be up tonight. At any point in time. It could be up tonight and it could hit. We've eliminated the, the middleman. And it and well, technology has eliminated the middleman. It's that's what I was gonna get to. Yeah. So I'm recording this on cameras that we would have never been able to afford ten years ago. Mm-hmm. But now this equipment is a lot more affordable. Everybody's got one of these. As long as you got this, you can do You that. have a camera in your pocket. You can record an album with this. You can record a movie Now, it's with a this. little bit harder because when it comes right. to things like distribution and sometimes just the ability to create a quality film, it still requires the team effort. It still, in a way, requires bureaucracy. Right. But it is getting to the point where now guys like Tyler Perry who just said, the hell with your table. I'm going to build my own. Hey, shout out Tyler Perry, man. That's major, though. Why am I waiting for you guys That's to let me major. shoot? And it, and, and a lot of people, uh, even the direction to... That's how you can tell that eliminating that middleman is is now you... Everybody will come to Hollywood to record own, movies. I got my own damn studio. You got a whole studio in Atlanta. So now you don't have to... Everybody doesn't have to move to LA to be in, quote-unquote, Hollywood. And there's, al- there's, I mean? already, there's already tax incentives in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to do it. They want to do more in L.A. because they want to get the film industry back going with COVID. But in Atlanta, there's always been tax incentives Mm -hmm. for production companies to come and film movies there. Mm -hmm. And it's another one of those areas in the country where you can mimic a lot of worlds. Yeah. Because Atlanta, shout out to Atlanta. I've been to Atlanta once and I want to go back. But Atlanta, no lie. You can be in a cityscape in one, literally in one minute, mm-hmm. and you can be in what looks like a forest in the next. Backwoods, and these <laughs> things are a few miles apart. Yeah, so you can that's dope. Though. So you can shoot a jungle scene mm-hmm. for Black Panther. You can shoot it in Atlanta. That's hard. You can go to a swamp area and shoot a swamp scene. You can shoot a city scene. You can shoot a neighborhood scene, and they right. got a lot of that there. So yeah, shout out to but yeah. I think black people are just starting. Uh, well, we've been started, but I think that the world is really starting to take notice and giving us our due credit on, on a lot of the you know artistic expressions yeah. that we have. Um, you know, much like you were saying with Joe Budden and what he was saying about you know now the creatives being the controllers now. You know, the contr- the creatives need to be well, I, the executives. I think that comes because we're starting to understand that we really drive all of this. We 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 drive yeah. almost everything artistic. Now, when it comes to fashion, there's a big amount of the European. We drive that know, too. They still, take all. The, but still, we we, we drive it in yeah. that. We're the ones that wear it and make it a thing to wear. Like wh- like think about that. Remember thing. when you can go to Target or Walmart and get a get a champion sweatsuit for twenty bucks? Sweatsuit, the the top and bottom. For like twenty bucks, Kanye wears it one time, and now they're like 80, 90 bucks for a sweater. It's crazy. We push it. 
we, we, we have, wear a pair of shoes. Look at those shoes. We have a lot of power, man. And, and I think we're understanding that we can we can do that. And it's the perfect timing yeah. because of the age we're in. We're in the technology, uh, information, digital age where literally, like I said, once you take that middleman, that gatekeeper out, like, I mean, it's still gatekeepers. Don't get me of wrong. Course. You still, you know, like we still have the industries of people being blackballed, but there's still red tape. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, more than more times than more than ever, we have the it's a little bit easier. To, yeah. To really, really, really push things even further than it's ever been. And that's my take on that. And this is the world in which I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to force myself in. I'm trying to thrust yourself in. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I don't know about all that. <laughs> but Go where on. I am is tied. I'm, I'm. I'm doing the tug of war in preparing as much as I can. So if one of them gives me the shot, mm-hmm. I can take advantage of it. But I'm also assuming that them will never give me the shot. Mm. So yeah. I'll just, I'll blaze my own damn trail. Well, we don't need them. We never really did. So <laughs> You know what I mean? So. And, and I'm, and I'm hoping that more people do like what Tyler Perry did. I mean, we can get into his movies and how good they are, but those movies provided him a platform for black creatives mm-hmm. and I'm not going to get into the, and and I'll shut it down with this. I'm not going to get into the, what black people need to do, Yeah, but everybody else is doing it. What? Per, they're setting up the table for their own. Oh yeah. And they've been, everybody been doing it except for us. One of the, one of the legend, one of the legends in the game, William Wilder, I believe he did like Ben Hur, like some of the some of the classics, some of the classic films. Guess whose uncle was? His uncle was the owner of Universal. Don't get me wrong. Again, this this goes to the same conversation about Kugler and Singleton. There's nothing wrong with getting a boost, but how often are we trying to give our own? The bo- because they're giving their own the boost. Mm-hmm. So while we're just trying to be crabs in the barrel and saying, forget you, I don't have to help you out. Mm-hmm. They're helping their guys out. Yeah. So when are we, how, when are we going to start helping our people out? Not just trying to create our own thing, but creating a system to where other black, other black folks can thrive mm-hmm. so that we can hear more stories about black men and black women. Uh-huh. It's happening right before our eyes, man. That's my damn spiel. <laughs> my damn spiel. This has been Mike Sessions. Yes. I often go by Antonio. I'm out. We're out. We are out. I don't know how to close with <laughs> two people. Hey, man, it's been great. I appreciate you. You know what I mean? All love. Co- we, you know, co- COVID, COVID bump. We're not six feet apart, but whatever. <laughs> Just don't tell oh, Gavin. Bust in his garage. <laughs> Gavin start kicking it's the police. <laughs> Gavin start kicking it. <laughs> Y'all not six feet apart in here. Yeah. <laughs>
Hey, Gavin kicking the door in is hilarious. <laughs> I felt a little body heat. Top of my game and I'm steady rising. I would do nothing to jeopardize it. Fuck it, it's time that we enterprise it. Dangerous times, nigga, we survived it. So if I'm inside, gotta suicide it. From back when I felt I was suicidal. Brought my glow back, this is the revival. Brought my glow back, this is the revival. I keep it real, nothing figurative. We bump in the night where the creatures live. Trying to keep up with me, Vita, Khadija, and Cody.